You're listening to episode number 386 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Hello, Tony, sir. Well, hey, kids. Uh, um... A merry belated uh, Christmas and and happy uh, early New Year. We're recording this on uh, Thursday, twelve thirty, as we as we uh, speak here. And uh, what what are you guys gonna do for New Year's? You guys going out? Gonna do anything? <laughs> well, we're well, we're going out. We're, <laughs> oh we're shit! Hoping. I'm sorry, Karen. Wow. <laughs> no, excuse me. While I try to uh, maybe season up that foot, if I'm gonna shove it in my mouth, I might as well just. <laughs> oh, it's uh, fine. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Because I, I I thought about this the other day because I haven't mentioned this on Twitter at all. No, I don't mind sharing. I just. For some reason, of the, all the social medias, I didn't either. I didn't think of a way to put this out on Twitter or whatever. So we were supposed to fly to Michigan today. Um, got to the airport here, and of course, could not get a connecting flight because let me tell you, Tony, direct flights from Las Vegas to Detroit more than thirteen hundred dollars a person. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, Happy holidays. Oh. Yep. Uh, so. We um, booked through Southwest, which I still have a boatload of points for, and we had a connection through Denver. And before I booked it, I checked the weather forecast in Denver, and Denver today was supposed to be in the upper 40s and sunny. So I thought, okay, this will be good, right? So we go to the airport this morning, um, get checked in for the flight. Even before we get to the airport, they tell us we're delayed by like a half an hour. I'm like, okay, our connection, we had like an hour and 20 wait, so we're still going to be good. Get to the airport. They're getting ready to board, and the pilot comes out and starts explaining to those of us that are standing in line to board, as well as the the desk people, that apparently there are super high winds in Denver, and the way the winds are blowing is not the way they normally blow. So instead of having four runways that they can use for planes to take off and land, they only had two. So basically cutting their arrivals and everything else down in half, and they had all these planes circling, so they, they did a... Um, I forget what the rule is, but basically nobody else that was planning to go to Denver could take off until they cleared the skies. Okay, so we're still delayed. And I'm thinking, all right, well, if planes can't land in Denver, they can't take off in Denver, so we're going to be okay to go, right? So we get on the plane, Mm -hmm. we board, we taxi out, we're waiting in line to (laughs) depart, and the pilot comes back on and says, well, they just extended the no-fly rule for another hour. 
Oh, jeez. And they're trying to figure out if they can get us a gate back at the terminal. So, long story short, the flight, our flight was delayed, delayed so much that there was no way we were going to make our connection. They tried to reroute us um, to get us to Detroit today, but uh, our luggage, our luggage wasn't going to get there anyway because our luggage was on the plane and it wasn't coming off the plane. So, originally they rerouted us, you, you know, you'll get into Detroit at like 1130 and I'm like, okay, but our luggage isn't going to make it. They're like, well, you have abandoned your luggage if you do this reroute. I'm like, okay, so hold on. Um, If I'm abandoning my luggage regardless, because you're telling me you're not going to let it get off the plane, then let just rebook me for tomorrow morning because I can go home and sleep in my own bed and my own (laughs) house and have my own change of clothes and do all that (laughs) kind of stuff. And I will come back in the morning. So we're going to do take two in the morning. Our flight leaves at 6 a.m. And, uh, we're flying through uh, BWI this time to get to Detroit. So I still haven't said why we're Wait, going to Detroit. Isn't BWI Baltimore? It is. It is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, so so I looked at it. So there were two different flights. Um, the one again we're taking leaves at six a.m. and goes through Baltimore, uh, gets us in at four fifteen Michigan time. There is another flight that leaves Vegas two hours later, but it goes through Midway uh, and gets in Detroit about thirty minutes later. Midway today was under a winter storm warning. And, you know, although tomorrow doesn't look like it's going to be, you don't know. And tomorrow, Baltimore is supposed to be in the the mid-50s and sunny. So we're going to take the chance and go through Baltimore and try to get home. And hopefully by the time our luggage, we get there, our luggage should be there because I'm hoping there's an early morning flight or sometime in a morning flight from Denver to Detroit to get our luggage there. So, Absolutely. And no, we we haven't said why why we're going. Yeah, it's a long story, um, and we still haven't gotten to the point. Well, no, my my grandmother passed away uh, on Monday, so it, which is it, it's a blessing. She was ninety two, God bless her. But she had been uh, in in home hospice for more than a year, uh, so she didn't die on Christmas. She just died shortly afterwards. But we're we're going home, and we're the only ones I think that have to fly. Everyone else is able to drive in from a family standpoint, so we just have to get there. Um, but that's how we're going to spend our New Year's. Hopefully, fingers crossed, in Michigan, actually watching the right. Michigan football game with my mom at her house <laughs> tomorrow night. So we'll see. Uh, well, I am I am very sorry that this is the reason you guys have to uh, come back to Michigan. Uh, safe travels. And, and um, uh, I'll, I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers that uh, everything goes swimmingly for you tomorrow because that, uh, that would suck if you... I just want to get yeah. there. When the, yeah. Honestly, the, the flight has been the thing that scared me the most. I'm not worried. You know, we, we dug out all the warm clothes to go to Michigan because we're not used sure. to that right now. But um, sure. Yeah, no, I just, I just need to get there. Just need the plane to get there and then we'll be fine. Coming back, I don't give a shit if we're delayed right. coming back. <laughs> right. I don't care. We'll figure that out. But just get me there. I, right. I get it. Very cool. All right. Well, listen, why don't we start the show? He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Vegas casinos won $1.3 billion in November, one of the highest figures ever. It's the ninth straight month of casino winning exceeding $1 billion, another all-time record. The previous record was eight consecutive months between October of 2006 and May of 2007, right before the Great Recession hit. We got that from at Las Vegas locally. So here's me... Uh, uh, looking into my crystal ball, and it's quite clear that $15 minimum tables are not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's scary yeah, to that's think a fair that, point. that the number of times they've, they've had this streak was back in 2006 and 2007. Right. That's a long time ago. It's like 14, 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Hmm. All right. This one, this one can't wait to talk about. Tell us about the twit pick of the week. Oh, Stardust, how we miss thee. Frontier can go fuck itself. No, I'm just kidding about the Frontier. <laughs> Here we see former properties on a densely populated North Strip shared by at loss underscore win. Today, they are home to large plots of land waiting for the next visionary to come along and reincarnate the space into another hotel casino. Resorts World took the first step by building a somewhat forgettable Vegas incarnation on the Stardust site. Hopefully, the projects that pop up in the Frontier and Riviera spaces are somewhat more inspired. Hope rings again as the Fountain Blue project may actually have ownership that will complete the long dormant eyesore of the Strip. Only time will tell. In the meanwhile, we celebrate what we have and what we might have in the future. So I've got the picture pulled up here. And what I love most about this image and what I think breaks my heart the most about this image is it's chock full of casinos just bam 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 one right after the other and and when the listeners have a chance to pull it up and actually look at it they're going to see right right in front of us is is the frontier with the stardust behind it and then circus circus behind that and then you can see the stratosphere tower behind that if you cross the 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 strip you can see the riviera and then something that i don't really know whatever that kind of uh yellowish uh, hotel tower is you mean sahara um no it's uh, the yellow i think it's um uh, el rancho okay oh no shit wow yeah, that's wild anyway the point is to say to if you were to look at that picture now and ho- like hold it up from wherever this uh particular viewpoint would be or, or was t- the picture was taken from if you were to hold this picture up and then look at what's there present day um, you know, it's just, it's heartbreaking because there yeah. used to be so many casinos and, and, and North strip really was its own place that you also could have stayed and hung out and, and popped from casino to casino the way we appreciate mid strip and, and, right. and South strip today. Right. Exactly. Yep. I, I don't know what more I have to add to this. Tony's <laughs> passion fine. just sort of carried it over. I don't, I don't want to step on that. So we'll just let it go. <laughs> Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so there is a Paris stabbing update. Yeah, we got a lot of bad news (laughs) for this week. It was discovered that a man was arrested. Oh, wait a minute. It was discovered that the man who was arrested for stabbing for the stabbing of an employee at Mon Amiga B at Paris, Las Vegas, has been arrested five previous times in the last two years while living in Las Vegas. He also failed to register with the police as a convicted felon upon moving to Las Vegas from California. Following his stabbing arrest, he is being held without bail at the Clark County Detention Center. His prelim- his preliminary heating. Heating hearing <laughs> is set for January fourth. Yeah, this this is just I a hate, dangerous person to society. I hate to say it. Where did he come from? California. Oh, <laughs> don't start. We're gonna. Uh, you've been beaten <laughs> down, California, and they're starting to get sensitive. But to it, it keeps. Okay, so this is like every time you hear a, a weird and wacky news story, it's in Florida, right? Right. So right. every time you hear some of these awful people, where do they come from? That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. We are California's uh, playground. Yeah. That's right. All right. What's going on with CES 2022? 
Multiple vendors, including Google, Amazon, and AT&T, announced this week that they will not have stands at the upcoming CES 2022, citing rising COVID concerns. All still intend to have virtual presences at the convention, with only a few in-person staffers. Over 2,200 companies are confirmed to participate in person at CES 2022. CES organizers say the show will go on as planned. That makes sense. Google fucking the number of people that they would be sending is something like that. It's if, just if more, they more were to have, I mean, I will say this with them: if they were to have a booth, they would have a booth, yeah, and it would be sure. like an entire corner section of the floor. Right. And so all of these companies, I understand, they're like, all right, if we're gonna build it out and do it the way that we build it out, we're gonna be putting a lot of people at risk. Mm-hmm. And versus, they're also you know tech companies. So hey, we could do this virtually because we did it last year. And right. Exactly. Else. So. Yep. I get it. I mean, it's disappointing to not have those major players here in person, but that would be Yeah, do? it is what it is. We're, we're still in the midst of, of COVID, and it seems to be yeah. this new variant is a pain in the ass. So, so, You know, other than seeing some of the maybe cool shit that they were looking to or are looking to sell and, and, and provide to consumers in 2022, 2023 no one's going to forget who the fuck Google, Amazon and AT&T are just because they don't have a presence there. So I get why they could say, yeah, maybe this time we'll, we'll, we'll take a pass. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about the size of that, Karen. You're right. They would have monstrous booths yeah. for some of these. Oh, they, they would. I mean, they're, they are known as tech companies. So if you're coming to a tech convention, you want to have a presence. There's no way they're going to have the same size booth as a little mom and pop shop that are trying sure. to launch a new thing next door. Right, so, right. Yeah, I get it. Yep. And finally, there was an Uber rapist. An Uber driver is accused of raping a female passenger who fell asleep in his vehicle. The victim said she fell asleep five minutes into the ride and woke up with the driver sexually assaulting her in the back seat. Ignoring her pleas to stop, she said the driver then strangled her into unconsciousness and continued raping her. A spokesperson for Uber immediately... Yeah, a spokesperson for Uber immediately deactivated the driver and said that they are working with law enforcement on their investigation. It's so weird. Like, these things are, like, videotaped, right? Like, remember they've got in, like... Some of them are. Not not all all of them. them. Not all of them. Some of them... Because that's an extra cost to the driver. And the drivers usually put it in for their own safety. So my guess is if this asshole decided he was going to, hey, let's rape a, you know, a passenger who didn't have a camera on. Yeah probably didn't invest in one anyway. And from what I read on a local article, like they were actually able to prove that he did this through his um, phone GPS stuff. I'm not surprised. I love technology. Yeah. Yeah. This is my, this is my greatest fear about um, uh, these, these share ride folks is, and and I know it's probably a, um, it's probably an unfounded sense of like TSA, for example, at airports, it's probably an unfound sense of security that you're, that you you have when you take a taxi cab. Um, but this just, this is, this is mortifying. I, I just, I, this is, I don't know why, uh, chemical castration, uh, can't be, did you know, (laughs) true story, somebody, um, a little bit of worthless legal trivia, uh, somebody wanted to be, uh, chemically castrated, because they were a repeat sexual offender. And oh, wow. I think it made it all the way up to the United States Supreme Court. And they said that that is that would fall under the cruel and unusual punishment portion um, as prohibited by the United States Constitution, even when the defendant himself said, you will not get me to stop this until I no longer have. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that wild? 
Yeah. So, so wait, so can't he do it as, uh, I mean, forget it as punishment. Can't he do it himself? He certainly could, but his point was he wanted the government to to it. do that mm-hmm. to him. And, 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 and it's not, you know, it's not going to be covered by Medicare. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that would be. yeah. Anyway, that's, that's, oh, that's heartbreaking. And I, I would personally like to castrate him myself. So uh, let's move along uh, with prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First off, it's being reported that the Sands, Wynn and Blackstone are looking to purchase Crown Resorts from Australian billionaire James Packer. Current offers are in the Eight point nine dollars. Okay, eight dollars ninety dollars. Yep, eight pounds ninety. Right, <laughs> there you go. English? That's impossible. <laughs> Current offers are in the eight dollar and ninety cents a share realm. However, Pecker believes the company is worth more than that, closer to say ten dollars seventy cents a share. Ooh, that's a big difference. I wonder why he's unloading Crown. I thought that was a pretty good brand for them. Doesn't mean he he needs to. Yeah, sure. But if the right offer comes in, he might. Well, right, of course. Well, and that's the thing. If you look at if they're offering eight ninety and he's asking for ten seventy, that's a big difference in percentage. It's not close close to twenty percent difference. Hmm. What is it? Hold on, hold on. I'm doing oh, simple yeah. math here, kids. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is. It's he wants twenty percent more than they're offering. Yeah. So if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm going to offer you a dollar for this, you're going to say, no, you're going to offer me a dollar 20. Okay. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Seems fine. Dollar 20 is not really, I don't have any change on me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that's kind of far off. Yeah. Sure. Due to a number of reported COVID cases in the cast, Magic Mike Live canceled performances from December 22nd and 23rd. The show returned on December 26th. You know, most shows, the performers don't interact with the audiences, so it's not a problem. So it's not a problem. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this, one, this one's a problem. Chris Angel and former Cirque producer Franco Dragon are working together to create a new show for Angel's Planet Hollywood residency. The show is called Am- Amnistica. Amnistica? Sure. Amnistica, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's described as a prequel to Angel's current show in residency at the property titled Mind Freak. Uh, I'd have to see Mind Freak to be able to... I'm not, I'm not going to be able to follow the story. <laughs> I, Is this I, one of those where I have to see the prequel, damn it? Right. Um, to make sense. <laughs> when, now I'm looking at the name and I'm like, it's Amy Sticka. Sticka. Yeah. It do, Sticka. never seems like a good idea to have the second half of the word swastika to be a part of your title. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada Gaming Commission issued a notice to licensees that they will make a concerted effort to enforce the mask mandate. It's been reported that over the last month or so, properties were not confronting those that weren't wearing masks. Did we get to experience any of that? Or no, we were maskless then. We, we did Vegas vacation. We did Vegas vacation, yes. but remember uh, when Alistair was here, I remember you guys talking, because yeah, you spent a lot of time. Lax, they, yeah, yeah we, they were super lax. They just didn't even care. And right. we've talked about it like going to shows. Once the show started, the masks were off mm. and nobody said anything. Right. Um, my favorite thing about this, because I saw a couple of folks tweet the uh, you know gaming commission's order out there and all the responses coming back were you know I would love for people at the NGC to come down and spend one shift 
trying to tell people I know, right? that they had to wear a mask and enforcing this with all the drunk, <laughs> angry patrons in the casinos. It, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get why, be, I get, especially Vegas has so many people coming in from so many different places and it would be easier to spread it. I am so tired of being under the mask mandate. I can't even tell you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I've been bitching about it for a while. Well, and that was like today when we finally, um, they sorted out our flights and we figured out we're not leaving until tomorrow. I, I needed to let my mom and everybody know when I sent them like a five minute text or I mean, five minute, but like a five sentence, five word text flight delayed. Uh, we'll update you later. Need to get out of airport because I just needed to get the mask off. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys are going to love coming to Michigan for a few days. I don't know to what degree you guys will be out uh, and about per se, but uh, we having just come back from New York City, it, it was weird to be walking into like, say, Meyer to 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 grab some groceries and not have to grab our mask to put on mm. uh, after having been in New York with the mask mandate. So I'm thinking f- through with you guys. Well, you're going to be able to. It, know, and it's more than just going to visit. So you're used to not wearing them in Michigan. Right. I'm used to wearing them all the time. I, the weirdest thing, quite honestly, for me is being in a public place and not having them mm-hmm. on. Although mm-hmm. I can tell that I'm getting fed up by it because there were a couple times. Um, well, like even we're going to talk about later. But when we were in Resorts World and we walked in, my mask was on my wrist. And I just walked in and didn't even think about it. And it took right. me a minute to go. Uh, oh shit! I don't have my mask yep. on, so I know that I'm getting fed up with it because I'm intentionally forgetting, and I don't really care if anybody. I mean, I'm not intentionally, but I am sure. more often forgetting. And at this point, I don't even care if somebody says, "Hey, you should put it on." It's like, oh shit! All right, sorry. Yeah, I just I, I dread that someone interacting with me because like the first thing that pops in my head is like, I just want to be left alone. What do I have to do? So you well, that's alone? you. I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, mine is, oh shit, my bad. I'm sorry. Right. Put it on. I don't care. Dave's hot chicken is opening this Friday in the space formerly home to blue ribbon chicken at Bally's grand bazaar. Hours of operation will be similar. 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Sunday through Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 4 a.m. Clearly high on my radar of things to try. <laughs> Well, there's one right down the street from us. Oh, is it really? Yeah, they just opened one. Oh, I didn't know that was the same thing. Same same place. Oh, it, it, well, that one also has Dave's Hot Chicken written all over it, so I'm assuming it's the same place. Right. So maybe try that one, because I'm guessing the prices are going to be cheaper out here than they are on the strip. Right, right. Circa will host free COVID vaccination clinics for employees and the public every Wednesday in January. Clinics are open to anyone 21 and older from 1 to 3 p.m. Can you get your boosters there? Yes, you can get anything there. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, that would be fun. Yep. I'll, take, cool. I'll take off from work and going, hey, I'm going to get my booster. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> it's being rumored that MGM Resorts Players Club M Life is about to go under another rebranding to MGM Rewards. Well, I, guess, I guess if Caesars is doing it. <laughs> exactly. That's original. Yeah. The Go-Go's announced that their Venetian shows planned for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day have been rescheduled to February 11th and 12th. A member of the band's team tested positive for COVID, causing them to go into proper protocols and postponing shows. There's a lot of peas in that sentence. <laughs> well done. Yeah, that's too bad. I, 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 I I'm sure there are some if Go-Go I, fans. If I had tickets to go see them on New, New Year's, Year's Eve and yeah. New Year's yeah. Day... Yeah, I would have been livid. It's like, well, then yeah. what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not coming back yeah. in a, like a month and a half. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. I I totally get it. That's that is really really heartbreaking. But 
That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Coming Attractions, brought to you by Vegas.com, is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Tony's going to be living in Las Vegas because Garth Brooks is performing at the Dolby Live at Park MGM Friday and Saturday, February 4th and 5th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at an unknown dollar. Yes. You, you put that one up there first for Tony, didn't you? I didn't. No. I, I don't have nearly the... The, the planning that you guys think I, I, these just fall in. Well, and think about it, Tony. You were thinking about coming out here for his, for you know, stadium. Legion Stadium thing. Seeing him this in the be, Dolby Live yeah, Theater, intimate as fuck. You might want to see better. Although I think it, I think it's just his like acoustic show or something. So, uh, you know, I heard something like that. But I'll tell you what, my wife has said the be- because she's seen Garth both in concert and at Win when he was doing his his one man show, right? And she said uh, that even though it cost her more to see Garth um, with just him and his guitar at Win, she said she thought he put on a thousand percent better performance. Really? At so Wynn. you wait. Your wife has seen him in both of these venues, and you have not. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me be clear. My wife and I saw Garth um, you both in saw Detroit him. about okay. three years ago. Okay. And we saw him at Wynn when he was doing his Wynn residency back in probably 2000. Okay, so so you both saw him in, in two different venues, one a major one, one a tiny one. Yes, okay. yes. Okay, yes. so and, and do you so, not share uh-huh. the opinion with your wife that he was way better in a smaller oh, setting? Do I share that? No. Um, I, well, let me put it this way. It's, they're just two different concerts. One is Garth being Garth with a giant band and playing to 30,000 uh, fans. And then there's Garth sitting in a, in a, in a, um, wind theater that I think sat no more than about 500 people. Um, and it, and was kind of interesting about it is he literally would have conversations with people that were in the audience. He was asking folks to, um, to yell out a, a, a song that they would want to hear. And it was kind of funny because to a small extent, a lot of these folks were, um, he called them deep tracks, but I would call it more like stump the chump, like songs that didn't get released <laughs> right. on the radio. Right. Um, from his first album, his second album, which were coming out back in like 89, 90, 91. So we're talking conservatively about 30 years. I'm sorry, but if, it, if he wrote them, he should have known what those songs were. Come on. Which is true. And, and that's, and that is totally fair, but it was fun to get to hear some of the, the backstories on. He'd go like, Oh, let me tell you about this song. This one was going to be the song that was released, but we ended up going with the dance because of, you know, blah, 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 whatever. It was just, it was really cool. It was fun. I think this is going to be a, a good concert. It's, let me put it this way. I'm not saying I'm going to make it, but I'm going to say it's certainly on it's on the old radar. <laughs> Good. The Doobie Brothers are performing at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood for an eight-date residency starting Friday, May 13th, and then every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday until May 20, 28th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. I'll never understand why they why they don't. Like that information is there. Like show starts at eight. Here's how much, uh, you know, they want yeah. you to go to the site and try to figure it out. Yeah. And all the sites are going to be slightly different depending on where you buy them. So 
Jack White is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Sunday, May 29th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $188. Weezer is performing outside of T-Mobile Arena at the Drone Racing League Vegas Championship Race, which is Wednesday, January 5th. No word what time they will play, but admission is free. Go Weezer. It's at that that Panasonic Plaza, I think. Is well, it yeah, is? it's just the big open plaza right outside yeah, of T-Mobile. Yeah, they got a big stage yeah. out there. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. I, see, and we've seen them in concert, and we had amazing yeah, I don't views to, of them. I don't need to go see them again. I don't know that we'll hit them again, but yeah, it was they they put on a good show. I'm going to say that. Yeah, Incubus is performing at the Theater at Virgin, formerly known as the Joint at Hard Rock. Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th. Show start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $180. My concert wife and I are, are attending. Oh, you are? You got the tickets? Yeah, I got them already. Woohoo! I so love- it would appear if you want seventh row seats to see Garth, I'm at Ticketmaster, it appears as though they are going for $1,200 a piece. Nice. Oof. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> a little more than I wanted price to range. <laughs> that's a little more than I wanted to pay. Um, all right, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and saw Katy Perry at Resorts World, so tell us about your first-hand experience. Yes. Yeah, so um, first things first, she, in preparation for, because we went to her first show. Uh, yes, this was her opening night. Yeah, the opening yep. opening night for, uh, for this Which I didn't realize that that was the night that you got. Yeah. Until they were starting advertising, like, oh, opening night. I'm like, wait, isn't that the night we're going? Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of yeah. cool. And then that morning, she released um, the set list that is going to be played in, in Vegas. So we got to... To see that before we even went to the, the concert. Well, and, and, and with concerts, Mark likes to know what the set list is ahead of time. Yeah. And there's a website where... Set list FM. Right. So where people that are going, especially tours, um, if, if bands are going on tour, uh, people that attend will go to this website and say, okay, these are the songs he played in the order and all that kind of stuff. So Mark was a little bit surprised when, like, the morning of... Anybody wants to follow me, it's 360 Vegas Mark. <laughs> the, yeah. Oh, on this setting. Yeah, Setlist FM. Setlist FM, yeah. Um, so he's a little bit surprised at the morning of all of a sudden the setlist is out there. And he's like, well, wait, this nobody's seen this before. This is a whole new show that she's done just for Vegas. It's called Play. Um, and it turns out she released them herself. Yes. Uh, and then she went on Good Morning America the morning of the show and shared a behind the scenes with the whoever the, the host was that was with her. But anyways, let's talk about the actual concert. First of all, I believe that you know anybody can show up late, but I I give a a twenty five minute grace period. Beyond that, I just well, you it said twenty to, to start with. Well, a twenty is yeah, a twenty. Vegas, you're starting to annoy show. me. Twenty five, yeah. 
is where I'm I'm fed up. And then the, she. It was her opening night. I'm going to give her a little bit of slack. Forty minutes late. I she, mean, granted, it's was, not Guns and Roses where they're like three hours late well, or something. Like that. And it, it was funny because about twenty minutes past the announced or the the published eight o'clock showtime. People around us were like, "Was she going to start? What's she going to do?" And the theater still wasn't full. Yeah. So to me, that is more of a, you know, what if you people would show up on time for the show and get in your fucking seats, they mm. somebody would be looking out and going, "Hey, it's full now. Now you can sure. start." See, if that's what they're doing, it makes sense. But I, I feel like it's more of a testament to say you don't have to be. If they say it starts at eight, it doesn't start at eight. You'll be fine. If well, it is setting a bad precedence. I, w- yeah. I will put it that way. But yeah. I, I do think that the the folks coming in might have been part of the cause because you know she has people that are out there looking. Well, we saw one of the band members looking out from the curtain um, on the side, right. and, and you could tell he was looking to say, "Yeah, it ain't full yet. <laughs> right. it ain't even close." Well, yeah. and frankly, they missed an opportunity to shame everyone. If folks, if you if you can please take your seats, we will begin <laughs> the concert. So then uh, I, uh, a good way to describe this, Karen and I were trying to figure out how you describe Katy Perry's show, other than saying it's very, it's very Katy Perry. It's it was exactly very what Katy you Perry. expected. Yes. But for people who don't have that as a point of reference, I would say it reminds me of an Elton John show at uh, the Coliseum. She had huge oversized props and uh, there was, uh, it, it I was like even a five part story. Um, yes. So the, the show was kind of divided up into different segments and every segment had a different backdrop props scene on right. the stage. Yeah, the, different the, overall, costumes. the overarching narrative is that she is a toy. And, and that's why all the things up around her are so giant. And, and it, uh, it kind of went into her whole history. So she has like the, the, the and I know I'm going to mess them all up. There's like the purry kitty from one of her earlier to- tours. The There's kitty, the kitty cat. No, not her. There's a kitty. It's like oh. a purry, purry kitty. Uh, whatever. There's like these five different characters, and they're all toys, and they all live in um, uh, Katy Purry Land. <laughs> Katy Par- no, it was Katy Party Party Land, wasn't it? On the show, I, I it was so over the top and crazy, and just a, a bright, um, immersive, overindulgent experience. I don't even know how else right. to say it. Yeah, like yeah. she, it, it was so over the top and so crazy. Um, I know there's video floating around about the, uh, the, the poo that came out of the toilet in the yeah. second act um, <laughs> and was yeah. singing with her. And yeah, it, it's, I don't know how to describe it because it was exactly what I expected from Katy Perry. Right. Um, she's a very talented singer. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. She really did. And that's maybe the thing for me is that all the craziness is great. I feel like she's having fun doing it and she's still singing while she's doing right, it. Yeah, so, yeah. um, that's and, great. And her, my favorite, my all time favorite song. So she has a song waking up in Vegas, right? But she did it in a old school Vegas, um, jazzy Which crooner kind of for her concert. She, uh, she reworks a lot of the older she ones. She does. She w- reworks a lot of her songs into, like, if it's a fast song, it goes slow. If it's a so- slow song, it goes fast. But but Waking Up in Vegas, she did in a very much like a Rat Pack jazzy sort of feel that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Now, That's That sounds amazing. What are, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the venue, Karen, the Resorts World venue? Well, so we were in the rear orchestra, so basically the, the first floor, the main floor, and we were literally the back row. Yep. So we had the balcony above us, so I couldn't see 
beyond that. Mm-hmm. I do have a video that I took kind of showing what the, the stage looked like. Um, it was a great place to see a show. We were, again, a little far back. So there were times that I was watching the big screens that were doing the zoom-ins versus watching her. Because but she's animated. And, and, you know. Well, no, even when it was her on, on, screen, on stage... I, I couldn't see what she was doing. I had oh, to look at I mean. the... She's very animated, so you, uh, you can't oh, yes. see that from far away. Yeah. her She's very expressionist, very, um, you know, you could see her dance moves, but when you kind of see them close up, yeah. So that was the downside of our seats, but the good side of our seats was we could see the entire stage. Right, yeah. So we could see it's everything that was happening. The stage reminds me huge. of the stage the size of the Coliseum. Uh, it's it's huge, but it, it's it also reminded me a little bit of Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. I um, uh, no, I'd say more the Coliseum. Yeah, and the whole stage, there literally was something going on at all times. Yeah. There was never a break, a dull moment, a dead spot in the stage. Right. It was all lights and video screens that all worked together. Right, so right. while you knew the stage was only so deep, the video screen in the back would have you know three dimensional images of other shit going on. Right. Yeah, those three dimensional things added cool. to the depth of everything that was happening. So I mean, a huge stage production as far as what was on the stage huge audio visual production as far as the effects um she can sing the band was great the dancers were fun it's just it's hard to describe until you i don't know until you see it it was and i I heard there was a video of the whole show floating around online which pisses me off yeah because that means somebody was standing there with their phone up in the air the whole time blocking everybody from behind them i always think those look like shit like i like to see the ones that are professionally uh recorded and released those are always like the only time i ever pay any attention to those is when like like the singer sounds like he's off yeah that's the only time I'll, i'll watch those for an extended period of time otherwise i skip them all the time Okay, uh, back to this. So we also stayed the night at Resorts World. We thought we would make it a, <laughs> a full experience. Well, the check-in took an hour. They had two people working opening night of Katy Perry's yeah. uh, show. Yeah. And um, the room was nothing special. No. It, it was it, it was a nice room. There's nothing wrong with it, but i got to be honest, it felt like the least Vegas room I've been in in a long time. Uh, it looked like something that I could get at any random Hilton. Yes, and we did. We should say we did stay at the Hilton part. Yeah, we of it. stayed at so the Hilton. So I don't know we if the, the, the or the or the what's the other one? It's another C. Conrad. Conrad. We didn't stay at those. So we did stay at the Hilton. Um, the bed was way too squishy. Yeah. Like literally, Tony. So I, I went. To, we were watching TV. Um, I'm trying to wind down because it always takes me longer than it does Mark. So I, I sit down and lean back on the pillows. So the yeah. two pillows are propped up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel myself just sinking and sinking <laughs> and sinking and sinking. And literally these two massive pillows smushed down to nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm like, That's all right, this is not going to bode well for sleeping here tonight. And my other issue was the, um, the AC in the room. Yeah. And I do say the AC because uh, when we walked into the room, it was set at 74. It was warm. Wow, yikes. And I can't sleep at 74. <laughs> and so I turned the fan on on, and set it down. Mark started by setting it down like 71. I turned it down to 69 and made no difference whatsoever. Hmm. So their whole heating AC unit 
thing is... The whole thing is not... It's way too expensive for the experience that well, we had. And, and again, we knew it was going to be more expensive because Katy Perry opening night, going into the New Year's Eve holiday weekend. Looking at, at the idea of you're already out on an island, it's hard to get to you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. make more things for me to... Have but to I will through. say that it was packed. Yeah. It, it, the, the hotel casino was packed that night. Was so, and again, on Wednesday night. We didn't wander around the casino. No, but we had to walk through the casino to get to the check-in and right, everything yeah. else. So, no, there were there were people everywhere. Now, granted, right outside the theater, it was packed. Yeah. And that was some fun people watching. Not not as crazy as Lady Gaga's shows. Right, right. But <laughs> definitely some so Katy crazy. Perry super fans. Katy Cats. Katy Cats, is Katie that what they're called? Cats. Yeah. So <laughs> they they were having a great and they were having a great time. They were having even a great during time the show. In the show, man. They yes. were, there was people all over the place dancing and singing to each other. So so here's the thing. I it it felt like the show was designed for the Katy Perry fans that normally go to her her um, her concerts, like right. her tours, right? And she's known to be very over the top and crazy costumes and everything else. The one thing that was a little weird was that you had some more sedate people there like us <laughs> right um who who might not have been her typical fans that weren't as crazy so like you literally there was a there's a, a few folks in front of us that were singing to each other the <laughs> lyrics of these songs and high-fiving and dancing and arms up and you know mark and i are like yeah this is good this is good <laughs> you know so it's just it was kind of funny although she did she pulled a fan up on stage mm-hmm. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So she was asking like who the super fan was, and she pulled up um, this fabulous. Literally, the, this person had a fan that said "super fan" on it, and, and whatever, and you know, had them do their their dirtiest walk, if you will, <laughs> and throw in a couple of death drops. And, and if you know anything about Katy Perry or drag, you're going to know what those are. And it was so much fun. The audience went nuts. The the person that, that she brought up on stage was yeah. thrilled. And it just, yeah, that was fun. But I got to say, as far as Resorts World goes, I don't need to ever stay there again. That's the experience I had. I'm like, well, it's done. I don't need to stay there again. Yeah, no. Um, Although, um, listening to uh, Google Maps, not Google Maps. Apple Maps. Apple Maps. Uh, they they showed us another way to get there that we didn't know about. Oh, right, yeah, taking Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. That is definitely way better. It's also known as industrial, depending on where you're industrial at. Industrial Drive, but no, it's it's Sammy Davis Jr. Drive. And it's, it's a normally much we would go to, to the Las into. Vegas Strip and go in like the main. Super Oh, my easier. God, no. This It took us no time at all to get in there, and I was so worried. Yeah, it was like, awesome. But it was, it was super easy. So if we do ever want to go there again for, you know, meet somebody or dinner, drinks, whatever. Right. We now know how to avoid the strip and all that fucking nice. construction. Yep, yep. That's great. Well, we also have some listener feedback. In particular, we got something uh, 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 email here from Scott Jarvis, and he titled it, quote, Karma Donations Do Work. One so what's going on there, Karen? 100% right. of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just, I will just uh, put a little disclaimer here. I have not read either of these prior to, so... Forgive me if I kind of pause or take a moment or slaughter them. All right. So Scott writes, hello, 360 crew. I hope you're all doing well. My wife and I had our Vegas trip last week and wanted to share some of the highlights of a great trip. We have used presidential for round trip service from the airport for the last six years, but used a new service due to the policies put in by new ownership. No longer can you get limos or escalades for airport shuttle service. They are now using Tesla's. After a 
five hour plane ride, I didn't think that I, it would be a good option. We used a driver who went out of his We used a driver who went out on his own who used to work for presidential named Alex. He has two vehicles in use and we got the 15 passenger Hummer limo. Alex's customer service and professionalism is unmatched and we highly recommend using him. I contacted him a week before we went and he contacted us within two hours to set up the pickups. Hmm. Well, we would love to do that, but we need to know Alex's info and how we can recommend him to people. Right. So we stay like, like, Hey, are you Alex? The guy that used to be a presidential? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just start, you know, Googling drivers named Alex. <laughs> That's great. We stayed at the Circa and had great meals at Victory Burger and Ate East. We even did the sunset sunset package at the Legacy Club, which we can't recommend enough. Yeah. Awesome view and great cocktails. Really good cocktails. Yeah, really good cocktails. And that view from that side, looking over the mountains with yeah, the sun sure. going down. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. On the second day... My wife put 50 I know. Well, he said second day night. So hold on. I, it took me a second. On the second day night, my wife put $50 in a slot machine and hit for $550. So Mark was right. Karma donations (laughs) do pay off. 100%. (laughs) After that hit, I suggested that we stop gambling and buy some drinks. I talked her into going to the underground at the Mob Museum. Yay. She really loved the decor and the cocktails as well. Anyone who hasn't been there should make the trip. I was taking a break from playing video poker later at Circa and sat at the bar on the second level to get a drink when I made a nice discovery. The bar top machines have video blackjack at $2. They pay $6.5 and the dealers hit on $16, but it is a nice low option at Circa. Yeah. The next day we ate at the Peppermill for breakfast and decided to go see Resorts World. I have heard many different evaluations about it but wanted to see it for myself. Yep. As you should. Yeah. I mean, don't, like we always say, don't take our word yeah, for it. Yeah, we're just telling you our experience with it. Well, being a good-looking property, we had no desire to get a player's card or gamble there. I still don't have a player's club card, and I've never gambled there nope. either. We meet people who are staying at the Conrad, at the Legacy Club, and they didn't care for it either. Thanks mm-hmm. for letting me give a recap of some of what happened. Thanks for all you do for us Vegas vig- visitors. Scott. Well, thanks, Scott. That was a... Uh, that was a fun little summary. I exactly, love it. Exactly, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Congrats. And that's telling, too, when he said that he ran into folks at uh, the Legacy Club at Circa who were staying at Conrad and didn't care for it either, and they were literally staying. And my understanding, I believe, the Conrad is, if it's not the supposed to be the quote-unquote nicest of the yeah, four I hotels... the Conrad's the nicest. Yeah, that's, um, that, is, that is telling. That says a lot. So that's, that's good to know, Scott. Thank you. And moving on to our next email, our friend, uh, oh, Betsy, I'm not even going to try. Tom Zach. Oh, Tom, okay, Zach. Tom, Zach. Yep. Tom Zach. Betsy Tom Zach. Obviously, Tony She's, is not a sports ball fan because anybody that watches football knows who Tom Zach is. Right. <laughs> Fine. Tell me what Betsy had to say. So Betsy writes, hi, Mark, Karen, and the ubiquitous Tony. Aww. I am writing this while sitting on the airplane heading home. I want to remember as much as I can to keep the vibe alive for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. So here goes. Trip report, Friday, December 17th to Tuesday, December 21st. Stayed at the Mirage. Disclaimer, I'm a vegetarian, which is why I didn't go to Bizarre Meat, Karen. (laughs) Well, and so I have to say. Bizarre food? No. Right? (laughs) Cheapest meal ever in Vegas. (laughs) If she is a vegetarian, she should go check out Haleo. 
at Cosmopolitan, which yeah. is also a Chef Jose Andreas restaurant, and he has a ton of vegetarian options really? there. Yes. Right. Oh, no. He actually, Jose Andres has an entire cookbook does uh, like dedicated to vegetarian cooking, hmm. which is not a cookbook that I have because no. I'm not into no, because that. because who would eat that? I don't. But, but if you're a vegetarian, <laughs> Sorry, seriously, next time, next time you're in town, try Haleo. Good options there. All right. So Betsy continues. On Friday, I flew in in the evening after the last day of school before winter break. First of all, I was literally in line to board the plane when I saw the news about the Mirage. I usually stay at Park MGM, but there was a really good deal for the Mirage this weekend, which I can only assume was fate. Yes. I'm a kindergarten teacher, so I was ready to let loose in a big way. (laughs) I landed at 11, got my bags, and flew in an Uber to MGM Grand to meet up my friend Ashley, who lives in LA, and go to Hakkasan. Nice. I literally changed in the bathroom. Sweet tucked the bell desk into holding my bags and went to the club. Nice work. It was great for me to be back in the club environment. For me, which I fully understand is not the case for everyone, the overstimulation is super relaxing. Really? We drank from the open bar, danced, and had an awesome time. After my feet hurt too much, we got my bags and headed to the Mirage. A late night out wouldn't be complete without a trip to Secret Pizza, which was the perfect end to the first night of the trip. All right, so hold on a second. So she's at MGM. She goes and checks into her room at Mirage. Park MGM. No, she was at MGM. They were at Hakkasan. Said, I usually stay at Park MGM. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're right. Yeah. So, again, she's at MGM. She goes to Mirage to check into her room and then decides she wants secret pizza? That's not close. (laughs) All right. That is not That's close at all. That's the best part about Vegas. That's oh what you do. God. Exactly. She still had energy out. Apparently, yeah, that, that whole Hakkasan thing pumped her up. Just that. <laughs> Lord. Well, and my guess is she probably had comfortable shoes on. So at she thought, point, I yeah. can easily, like, right? Like, it's a second wind. I, I, I have no doubt. I, well, I don't and know. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's not the farthest. Because you're right at Mirage. So you have, just, have, just have to go in front of Caesars and Bellagio. Sure. And then you're there. So I guess it's not as far as... It still seems far. Yeah, oh, yeah Betsy goodness. didn't reach out to us this time. I would have loved to have seen her again. Betsy's the one that gave me that shirt that says it's okay to not be okay. Oh, yeah. shit. I would have loved to have introduced you to her. She's I'm awesome. I'm saying if I met her. Yeah. I love that shirt. All right, Betsy continues. On Saturday, I picked up the rental car and Ashley and I headed up to the Arts District for brunch at Makers and Finders. We could have been the Uber for you. Just, just <laughs> the food was amazing and the coffee was delicious. After that, we went to Planet 13. Even though weed is legal in Illinois, Nevada has handled legalization in a much better way. The taxes are reasonable and the focus has been on small businesses. After Planet 13, well, I wouldn't say Planet 13 Planet is a small big. business. But <laughs> after Planet 13, we headed back to Mirage to take a nap and start to get ready. For dinner, we went to Super Frico, the new restaurant attached to the Opium Show at Cosmopolitan. The atmosphere is wacky, neon, black lights, a little off, and mysterious. Performers from the show come through the restaurant, some more entertaining than others, most notably a pair of rhythmic jugglers. I realize how dumb that sounds, but it was really cool. (laughs) We ordered the calamari, which was pan-fried with basil and chili oil, and the polenta, which was super creamy with chili jam for some bite. Vegetarians can eat calamari? Um, If they're pescatarians. Okay. So pescatarians only eat fish. 
Okay. I learned that. First time, I'm sure I said this before. The first time I heard somebody call it say, well, I'm a pescatarian. And I'm like, is that a religion? <laughs> That's what I thought. That's the first thing that I yeah, thought. No, it's, it's somebody that, that they're vegetarian, but they eat seafood. Hmm. They don't eat animals. You know who that animals. is? Hmm. You remember? No. It's our dear friend Bogan. Bogan's a pescatarian. Get out of here. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. He uh, he said, and I don't remember the exact backstory, and it's not all that important anyway, but something along the lines of he and his sister or sisters um, went vegetarian once or, or something like that. They just weren't eating meat and for a certain amount of time. And he, he was like, you know what? This is actually kind of okay. I, I can I can live my life without eating meat. So I guess fish is the only thing that's not a vegetable uh, that he'll eat. Oh, oh there Sorry. you go. Uh, Betsy continues. Ashley had the pepperoni Detroit-style pizza, and I had a vegan pasta dish. The cocktails were delicious and potent. Everything was great, and we were so full. After dinner, we went to Marquis for the open bar, and then again, and then to Omnia. Again, I realize this isn't the club crowd I'm talking to here, but Omnia <laughs> is definitely my happy place for visual meditation. To end the night in just the right way for hours of dancing, we went to Taco Bell. It was perfect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I have to say, I love how she's saying like Omnia, which is known for being overboard and crazy and lights. And she's like, oh, it's my happy place for visual that. meditation. I get that. With uh, with I mean, some people would say that with Vegas. I mean, you just get no. But I mean, I, I love that. I love yeah. that. That's her. Like as loud and as crazy as it gets. That's when it's visually overstimulating for some. Mm-hmm. It's visual med- meditation for others. Right, That's right. awesome. She certainly paints with words, and I usually I say that in a sarcastic way, but for and I don't. There's no way for me to say it without sounding like it's going to be a backhanded compliment, <laughs> and I don't mean it to come across that way, Betsy. But you don't write like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Not that I would expect you to be using. Me went to casino. Wait. I had fun. I know she <laughs> this said this was me on dance floor. Oh, but she I'm just saying, she's, she's just like in my head. I can visualize what she's seeing like like she's just so descriptive with her with her writing this is this is fascinating and then to go and then we went to taco bell (laughs) (laughs) i love the diversity here on sunday i woke up in time to pick up my husband marty from the airport and we went straight to tacatorian excuse me and i don't think it's taco i think it's taco torian sorry (laughs) channel a little alistair there for a second uh taco 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 torian (laughs) in the arts district for brunch it's a fully vegan taqueria and one of our favorite restaurants anywhere. Huh. The first location is out of the southwest, west of 215 on Fort Apache. Hey, that's our side of town. It is our side of town. No offense, but just because it's very t- vegetarian, I have no need to go there. <laughs> but I'm happy that, you know, there's an option for locals. This location is the second that opened in 2020. We had a taco spread and it was delicious. After that, we went to Vesta Coffee Roasters down the block, which is a fantastic spot. I'm thinking she likes her coffee. Yeah. Guessing. Then we headed to Fremont East and spent a few hours at Marty's favorite spot, Atomic Mm, Liquors. Nice. We showed Ashley around Fremont Street East and played some roulette at El Cortez. Of course, Ashley had incredible (laughs) beginner's luck and did really well. Nice. After that, we headed back to the hotel to get ready for dinner. I always love when big beginners do well. That means they're going to come back. Right. right. That's how I got my wife into gambling. (laughs) (laughs) For dinner, we went to Lotus of Siam, which was so delicious, even though I over-anticipated my spice tolerance. (laughs) Yeah, I I knew that going in. I I went low with that one. 
I had the kas soy, which is one of their northern Thai dishes, with curry, noodles, and tofu. Ashley had curry and Marty got pad sui. Everything was fantastic. Then we went back up to Fremont to show Ashley the FSE and head to Legacy Club. Her evaluation is similar to y'all's. She couldn't understand why they put a ceiling up there to cover the buildings. (laughs) (laughs) And Tony now loves Ashley. (laughs) I now see why she didn't reach out to us. She had a she had a full docket. Oh, they were packed. And I love, I do love, I don't know if that was their first time going to uh, Lotus of Siam, but I love it any, anytime anyone goes because it's, yeah. oh, I've actually, Tony, been craving the um, the soup that you got when we went. Was it the Tom Ka? Yes. Oh, I've been craving yes. that. It was so good. Yes. The minute she said she went to Lotus of Siam, yeah. I immediately mentally went back to. Your to mouth where, started drooling. Yeah. Like, you're dabbing we at the corners. Just, like, oh. The food they just kept bringing out and. And then they were like, yeah, and your whole tab's like $32. <laughs> it wasn't quite that low, but it was it was it, good for her. I'm, you know what? I got to say one other um, observation. The, she certainly, I say she, they, this group certainly loves to um, get off the strip and go do some yes. fun local the rest Vegas. Of, well, and not even local, just off the strip because the arts district is... I That's mean, obviously you have downtown key. and Fremont Street, but the arts district is really becoming its own thing. And it's I, in between the strip and uh, and and downtown. And Fremont, yeah. yeah, and I, I really I love that more people like from out of town are going there because I know the locals go there quite mm. a bit. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a it's fun a legit arts district. It's not just a bunch it of graffiti. Is. It's a, it's they literally try to like like every weekend something's going on. Yeah. Betsy continues. The Legacy Club was great for the view and the cocktails, but it was shockingly empty. I had the Legacy Club and painted the town red, which were both delicious. Paint the town red. That's so good. Yeah. Paint the town was so complex and surprising. It would be really hard for Tony to recreate. Challenge? (laughs) We headed back to the hotel for the night since we had to be up relatively early the next day. On Monday, Ashley and I were going to Speed Vegas for the supercar experience. But first, we got Egg Slut on the way. The car experience Damn, was... She's killing it this trip. I know, right? <laughs> Is every... Well, she did say, as a kindergarten teacher, she needed to let loose. Mm-hmm. I think she's pretty much covering all the bases. And if she right, was up yeah. late on Sunday and then went to drive, like, fast cars on Monday, ooh, girl, That's you're brave. Awesome. <laughs> the car experience was really fun, but honestly overpriced. I drove a Lamborghini... Gallardo. Thank you. And Ashley drove a Mercedes of some type. <laughs> There's a class ahead of time, and an instructor goes along with you to help direct what to do throughout the race, so it felt like a very safe experience. After that, Ashley and I wanted some smoothies. We went to Fruits and Roots <laughs> on the southwest side. It I just was love that. Like, going, you've been racing around like, yeah, you know what we need to go get? Some smoothies. <laughs> smoothies! <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious, but took forever. Uh, that's that's awesome. I've always wanted to drive a Lamborghini, but never at one of those racetracks, because I'm like, I want to fucking idle and let everyone see me. I just want to putz along at five miles an hour. See, no, I don't want to putz. And if you get in a car like that, I want to feel like, feel what it feels like to hit the gas and go. No, I don't need that. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, Marty was meeting up with a beer friend, so he met them at the Silver Stamp, a fantastic beer bar in the Arts District, Mark's Beer District. Oh, <laughs> oh, because you've called it the beer district. Okay, right. sorry. As I've written, Mar- Arts District, Mark's Beer District. And that, those two, say those words fast together. That, <laughs> that doesn't work well either. 
The draft and bottle list are incredible, rivaling Atomic. It was actually opened by one of the bartenders from Atomic. They also have a really great dive bar vibe that's currently enhanced with old school Christmas decor. (laughs) (laughs) We had a few beers and then went back to the Mirage to get ready for dinner. So, oh shit, I had a thought Mm. and it was tying in stuff that she said and just disappeared. Yeah. Please cut that out. Which means he won't. For dinner, we went to Momofuku for the cocktail hour. We got some of the apps and drinks, then noodles from the regular menu. Everything was delicious as usual. Marty got a new dish they have that is called Tekeki-boki. Tekeki-boki? Tekeki-boki. Tekeki-boki. Made with a sauce using impossible meat. It was his favorite meal of the trip. Wow. After Momofuku, we went to visit the flamingos at the Flamingo. Visit... Visited the conservatory at the Bellage and watched the mountains for a while. At the Bellage? <laughs> at the Bellage. At the Bellage. That's what, what we call it. We've had a basis. long day and I've had a couple of hard ciders. <laughs> at the Bellage. So forgive me. Bellagio. And watch the mountains for a while. You know, we were just hanging at the Bellage. <laughs> so I have to say that I'm happy Marty had a yummy dish made with impossible meat. Mm-hmm. And I think if his wife is a vegetarian, that that is a fantastic alternative. Yeah. I'm going to say well, that. do we know that he's not a vegetarian as well? No, we don't. Mm. But I'm just saying I mean, it's it's yeah, that's a whole nother long <laughs> debate we're going to get into about impossible meat and uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, tofu. No, it's impossible and it's uh, beyond. Sure. Possible beyond and beyond. Yep. Uh, here we go. For a night at the bar, we went to my favorite place ever, Frankie's Tiki Room. I know it's an acquired taste, but I was a punk kid, so I love a dive bar. (laughs) The drinks are fantastic, and the bartender is awesome. I've been to the Golden Tiki, too, which is definitely a more updated feel, but there's something that keeps bringing me back to Frankie's. See, that's what I love about Vegas, is it's got experiences like that, like things that just just talk to you, you know. No, and Frankie's was fun. Um... And again, I love that everybody has their own thing. That's what I'm going to say. For the evening, we tried to get back to Secret Pizza, but the line was ungodly long, more so than usual. So we skipped it and headed toward Mirage. We ended up at Pizza Cake at Harrah's. All I have to say is there a reason why Secret Pizza has a line out the door around the building, and there was no line at Pizza Cake. (laughs) Not only is the name stupid, the food is poor. Thank you for assuming what we knew. Right. Then on Tuesday... Today, we woke up, packed up, checked out, and returned the rental car. Then I had a massage at the spa at Mirage, and Marty did some sports betting. Wait, so you packed up and checked out, and then you got a massage? Mm. I am not getting on a plane after getting a massage. Why? I I need a... a, 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 Yeah, I'm going to say I need a shower, and it's going to sound bad when I say that. (laughs) But after a massage, I'm so relaxed, I don't want to be out in public. (laughs) <laughs> like it's just oh, one of those show. things that I'm just sort of like, nope, this is my happy Zen place. Yeah. And if I walk out in public like this, especially to get on a plane, it's going to wreck it. <laughs> I don't know, but good for her. Yeah. It was English soccer. So the game was at noon. Then we played some roulette and went back to taco Torian. We finished our trip at Abel Baker's tap room and went to the airport, a much relaxed day, which is what we needed. Yeah. That doesn't sound relaxed. You, you crammed a shitload into a short amount of time. <laughs> I'm impressed. 
I'm so sad about the Mirage and glad we got to stay there one last time. Love the podcast as always. It helps me get me through the times I can only visualize my happy place. Thank thank you, Betsy. Well, thank you, Betsy. That was an awesome wonderful email, That man. was a fantastic Way to break review. it down day by day. That was awesome. And she did. She packed a shitload she really did. into that trip. She really did. <laughs> no wonder she didn't reach out. She's like, I'm too busy. Exactly. I'm not yeah, waiting I don't on have you. time for you. I'm not waiting on you. <laughs> well, because you know how you are. You're like, well, maybe I can get down boy. here at different points in time. She's like, no, I have a schedule. I have things to do. I'm getting it done. Exactly. Good for her. Well, listen, kids, I think that should probably do it then for episode number 386. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, much like Scott and Betsy did, you can send us either written or audio feedback. And please send that to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegastony. Karen. I'm at 360vegascaren. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. (laughs) 